On Living a Sex Positive Life, we explore all aspects of human sexuality. We talk about the good and the bad, the health and healing benefits, the adventures and the relationships, as well as the crimes and the tragedies. We strive to be an advocate and an empowering force in the fight for sexual freedom. Our mission is to educate, entertain, and talk about the touchy subject that affects us all, sex. Now here's your host, Angelique Luna. Hey, this is Angelique Luna. And this is John C. Luna. And we're up in our hotel room at Florida Power Exchange 2019. I know. So I had to continue on with the interviews here because I haven't been actually hunting these folks down because they're amazing. I mean, it's been like over a year there. So let me introduce you to Master Oakman and Slave Diamond. Hi. Hey, guys. We're happy to be be here. here. (laughs) Welcome. You're so adorable. But not when they're teaching. Sometimes it, it, some of their teaching kind of scares me because they do teach like the flogging, the quarantine. Oh, well, like it. well <laughs> it's like yeah, I kept saying macarena every time I saw you. <laughs> it's like the way you were teaching the quarantine. It was like yeah. I love that. Well, it had the same beat as one, two, three, four. So five, when you're six. doing one, two, three, four, five, six. One, Maybe two, that's the problem. With my yes, there you go. <laughs> that's awesome. There's the issue. <laughs> the things we discover on our podcast. Okay, so tell us about yourself. Why have we been hunting you down? Well, you know, but tell the people. Oh, by the way, I love your shoes, both of you. Yeah. I'm like sparkly. <laughs> uh, I'm Master Oakman. I've been in the lifestyle since uh, uh, 1992, 27 years. Diamond and I have been together since 2001 and a master slave dynamic. Um, Diamond, how long have you been in the lifestyle? Uh, I've been in the lifestyle since 2001. Um, got collared in 2002. And you should see the smile on her face as she <laughs> says, I got collared. It's oh, awesome. she's blushing too. Like, it, it's just, it's magical to look. And the way I, I present my ownership as well as my collar around her neck, I've branded her five times. Uh, we teach branding as well, but I branded her on her uh, on her uh, left cheek, which I have since advised nobody to do because what I did is <laughs> left ass cheek by the left way. Okay. ass cheek. <laughs> her left ass cheek. What I did is I took away half of my play space Aww. for six months so I can only play with the right cheek. So I would advise everybody not to do that. What she has now is she has another brand that's very permanent on her left uh, shoulder. It's our house symbol. Our house symbol is a O for Oakman and a diamond nice. in the center. Nice. The, the, the meaning of that symbol is uh, Oakman, O, surrounds diamond, mm-hmm. and diamond is the center of Oakman. So it's very simple as a branding symbol. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't want to do a tattoo because everybody does a tattoo, but I had to keep the <laughs> brand very simple because yeah. you can't do detail in a brand. It doesn't. It's not the same medium. I like to think of it as diamond in the heart of Oakman. I love that. That's awesome. I love it. And you wear it so proudly on your rings and on your neck and now on your back. And on my back. (laughs) On my back. So for our listeners, can you please explain collaring? Mm. Collaring in BDSM is a form of ownership. It, uh, It also symbolizes a commitment. 
to to us it's our bdsm wedding when i branded her and collared her that was our wedding in 2002. although the other thing we did is and this will, i'll have to explain this because diamond was relatively new and i was experienced i had about eight years in i did the three collars much like the triskelion i know this is going to create a lot of uh, questions <laughs> but i gave her uh, a collar of consideration which she wears to this day, mm -hmm. which is my dog tags. Ooh. That's her collar of consideration. I also gave her a training collar, which she doesn't wear anymore. And she this is her, her permanent. permanent collar, which is also called her formal collar, which she has uh, several of those. But the reason we did the three collars is I wanted to show her, because she was new, how it was done um, in custom, BDSM customs. So we follow, follow a lot of leather Tradition. um, traditions. Traditions. Okay, cool. There's another part of I, our dynamic, though. Mm -hmm. um, we're um, handler and pony as well. That's and amazing. It's, it's fun. It's, it's fun, and it's so much about power exchange because mm -hmm. there's no verbal, uh, no verbalization. Correct. So everything is guided or... Um, hand signals for or communication sound. or sounds. Because you did um, dress up as a pony a couple of years ago at Florida Power Exchange. Beautiful pony. It was so beautiful there. So Thank you. Oh, what was awesome is they walked through the lobby. I know. And that's <laughs> why I kept hearing the click clicks. And I'm like, wait a minute. Clicks I only hear for horses. What the heck? What, why is it? Because my grandfather raised horses. So that's oh. why I was familiarized with the sound language. And then when I saw the ponies, I'm like, oh. So it was the first time I've seen live <coughs> ponies. Because like one of my other girlfriends, she dresses up, so I've seen all her photos, but not in live. So that was pretty awesome to see oh, the little pony you. parade. And in our transition with the pony uh, play, we used to just do it at the at a S and M club, and it was a funny thing. Diamond and I are very social, and when she dresses up on a pony, of course, she's nonverbal. So we we come to play pony in an S and M club, and. People would come to Diamond and they'd try to talk to her and she wouldn't talk because she's a pony. And then people would come up to me and say, Master Oakman, what's wrong with Slave Diamond? She won't speak to me this evening. I said, because she's a pony. She's not going to talk to you this evening. It's also really hard to talk with a bit in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a certain, it's a, it's a headspace. And so when people are talking to a pony, I'm not sure what they expect. They should expect... <laughs> She's you're not Mr. Ed. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know you're speaking. I can hear you. I have no idea what you're saying. But you're still fascinating to me. <laughs> but what I'm amazed is how much, I mean, I can see the smile on your face. You enjoy this. What do you get? If someone's thinking about pony play, what do you get out of it? I get to ex just exist and follow. It's a real simple, calm place to be. It's almost like a meditation space. It can be. It can be. All I'm concerned about is following him wherever he goes and doing whatever he says. It's really simple. Yeah. It's not complicated. There's no outside world. Um, though, she doesn't have to entertain. Right. You don't have to entertain anybody. She doesn't have to greet anybody other than what, like a pony would do. Hey, she's yeah. being taken care of. Right. Though there are... Um, Kind of the sybil of the pony world. I have a few different ponies 
that have different personalities. Right. I don't know how that. Oh, happened. do tell. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a brat, right? It has different personalities. So yes. <laughs> so um, the first pony was Diamond, Pony Diamond, and she's kind of the leader of the pack of ponies. She decides who's coming. Okay. It does really sound like multiple pony personalities, and it is. Well, it's, it's it's honestly like playing roles. It is. I've talked with actors who love playing certain roles and hate playing others. Yes. And what, what's amazing is how many people, how many actors I find love playing the bad guy. Because mm. they get to do things which are, they don't get to do without a lot of blame on it. So I'm curious, does that ever come across where you're like, I'm going to be a bad pony today? She's going to explain that. She is. <laughs> Oh my god, I wish we could get this on video. The smiles are so awesome. <laughs> so, Pony Diamond, uh, as the leader, um, we used to run a pony corral down at our dungeon. And sometimes the other ponies would get a little bit rowdy. And she would like to bring them back to being a good pony. And so she would go over and bite them like the shoulder neck area and just kind of hold on until they calm down and came back to the pony fold so to speak um there's another nice. pony called onyx who is the most curious pony um anything shiny mm -hmm. she'll go after like if you're wearing dangly earrings like cover your ears because she's like <laughs> lipping them um she's stolen food hats straws um somebody's purse once <laughs> it was shiny and blingy i'll be sure to keep my shirt on and keep my nipple rings out of sight <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes when yes, onyx yes. is around keep it off yeah and then there's rainbow pony Aww. she is the pony that represents all of our friends and all of our gay friends and she's just happy-go-lucky um loves everyone she's not really that mischievous she's just happy to be around everyone um and then there's cobalt which, um, she's a blue pony, they all have their outfits. Um, and she likes to pull a cart. That's all she wants to do. She just wants people to get in the cart, and she wants to pull the cart and do that service and run, take off and make them laugh. Oh, wow. And who am I forgetting? Oh, Pegasus. Leather, Leather peg. Pegasus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, she has, she's all white, she has wings, and actually Master made her head stall and her reins and her tail. Her tail. Her tail is like a big white flogger, nice. like that long, attached to a harness yeah. so you can wear it. Um, and she's she's like the um, like the fighter, like the protector fighter. So, ha have you learned to swing your backside to get that flogger tail? Oh, oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, the tails are my headspace trigger. Ah. So I get everything on except the tail. Then the tail goes on, and then the headspace you comes. To, okay, wonderful. That's good to know. Like, either just certain clothing items, things you can get into your headspace. People just think it's certain, like, movements or music, but that's fantastic. But different things for different people. Some people, it's the bit. Uh -huh. You put the bit in their mouth with diamond. It's the, uh, the tail. The tail. I feel that hair on the back of my legs. I'm like, ooh. There you go. Tony. <laughs> so, so let's talk about your dungeon. Mm. Tell us all about that. We, um, in 2007, there was a club down in uh, Fort Lauderdale called Club Kink. It was the hangout everybody went to. Well, they shut down, and there was just no place for everybody to go. We had a home dungeon, but it was very small. It was only 400 square feet. It was, certainly we couldn't entertain anybody there. 
So by, by luck, we, there was a professional uh, domain that was operating a dungeon or actually a, a professional space, I guess. She would do professional work. And uh, she left that place and we were able to rent it and we turned it into a, um, a dungeon. Uh, we called originally the Oakland Park Dungeon, but we felt that that was a little bit intimidating to the new folks. So we changed the name and rebranded it as the space. And it's referred to as the space now. A little bit less intimidating for the new folks, more welcoming. And we have several different groups there. Uh, we have Women of Leather, we have uh, Florida League of Gentlemen, special interest groups, uh, Florida Littles. Uh, we have View from the Top. View from the Top, which is a dominance roundtable. Uh, sub roundtable. We have a sub submissive roundtable, Whips in Oakland Park, which is a whip group. Um, am I missing anybody? We Beyond, have the Gateway. The Gateway, which is an educational and a vetting. Uh, in the beginning of the month that tries to help vet everybody that wants to come there so we, we you know being in south florida we have a lot of people that come and go right and sometimes they're looking for a space but they don't know anybody so a lot of times there's nowhere for them to go and how do you vet somebody if they are brand new to your area so the gateway is the way that we do that they come in it's not a play scene um so everybody you know and they're not going to get hurt nobody's going to so you have a nice discussion. It's about something DS or something BDSM 101 usually. Um, and then we set up stations so that people can either try something they've never tried or learn about something that they've never done. For instance, like um, Florentine flogging. Mm -hmm. um, maybe somebody on the S side of the slash might want to feel it um, or may want to learn how to do it. Right. So. It's kind of like a teaching sensation stations. Yeah. So if you, if you had to put a handle on the dungeon, <clears throat> I would say it was um, basically an education dungeon, but also a player. There's, there's a player's party that, you know, we just make a few announcements and then we go right to it. It's just for the players. And that's our SFC 10 play party, All South right. Florida Community 10. And that's our, our group then. Nice. So you're party. catering to the experience as well as the beginner. And right. what, what I like is that beginning scene you're talking about at the Gateway, uh, we are setting up the stations. I may not be on my first trip, but if you're in your first two years even, there's plenty of stuff you know, that you're going to have to learn. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And that doesn't stop because everything seems to get shinier the longer you're in this. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that oh, is true. Oh, the pervertibles at Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I like a good fan blade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ooh, I never thought of that one. Pervertible. <laughs> so what's really funny is we, we moved into a new house last year, and it needed work. So I had to go buy a new ceiling fan. Do you know they sell 60-inch ceiling fans now? Yes. 72-inch. So, no, 72? 72? 72 right. is what we have in the living room. On low, I have a brisk breeze through my entire <laughs> home. Nice. Yeah, can you imagine using it as a... <laughs> Send somebody flying across the room. I may have to write the manufacturer and oh, say, we, 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 we need another fan blade. <laughs> Ours broke. It <laughs> was missing from the package I bought a year ago. <laughs> nice. <laughs> She's laughing. Just to explain half the stuff we do, yes. <laughs> That's why we're here. So tell me, uh, you've obviously been in lifestyle long, we'll say longer than most. 
1992, 27 years at this point. Yeah. And you've probably seen a lot of the changes. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because we taught two classes here at FP, FPE and at, before each class, I would talk about the changes I've seen, changes that's going on now, and the changes that we'll see in the future that we all have to, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of changes and I know there's going to be changes coming and we all have to live with that. But we, and ourselves, we have to keep our personal integrity in the forefront. You can't lose yourself through all these changes. I'll give you a good example. Diamond and I used to teach a, a class, well, we still do, on uh, scene dynamics or personal dynamics in your relationship. And what we usually see is people say to us, oh, I'm going from a, a dominant submissive dynamic in my relationship and I want to go move to a master-slave dynamic. Very typical. We'd see that all the time. Now we hear things when we say to, uh, we'd teach a class, we'd say, okay, what's your dynamic? And we hear things like, well, I'm a dragon and she's a princess. <laughs> well, yeah. okay, that just came out of left field. Okay. Well, that's. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Mic issues, but we're good. Okay, we're good. Mic drop. We're good. Yeah. Um, so you know, how do you deal with that? Well, you 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 don't want to put anybody down. You mean you, you're somewhat judging, but you have to be accepting, you know, you go, well, okay. Though, honestly, at first when they said that, I said, are you from Comic-Con? Because <laughs> I really, you know. Yeah, 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 no, no. It was no. valid. I, I really was asking the question, and they just were like, no. But, you know, on a serious note, though, think of the changes. Look what you see here. I've seen more stuffies here than I've seen at the carnival. That yeah, true. that's yes, true. And I did leave behind my stuffie, too, because I had a Deadpool Build-A-Bear. <laughs> There, I don't think there were quite as many littles when I first came in. It wasn't, I mean, there were some, but it wasn't like. No, in the last five years, the little space has exploded. Yes. Because it, it, it's, I think it's one of those things, it's not quite, I won't say dark, but it, not quite on that level of flogging and doing stuff where people get to bring out the play. And um, one change I've been seeing a lot of, and we've been seeing at conferences, mm -hmm. is someone did a class and said, Move away from saying top, bottom, master, slave, all that, and go more into the adjectives. Well, I bottom, I top and rope, I'm topping in this, because they were seeing it more as a fluid and al allowing people to change because I am 99% top up until fire, where I was brought in and they needed a demo bottom for a CBD class, CBT class. And I went, oh. You're lucky I like you. <laughs> and she, she had me in subspace in probably 10 minutes flat, and she was amazing at it. So now I have one person I will bottom for, but otherwise, again, top 90% of the time. But it's like I've been trying to change that to say I'm mostly topping now. Interesting. Well, I'm going to say I'm a master, and that's, that's it. I, you know, I can make it very simple as far as I'm concerned. For me, I'm a master and I'm following the leather lifestyle. Mm -hmm. yeah. Leather to me is very simple. I just talked about this in our class. I try to keep everything simple. But leather is very simple. People ask me, what is leather? What is leather? Leather is easy. It's being the Boy Scout, being the Girl Scout, mm -hmm. doing the right thing, not lying, being honest to yourself. Don't ever lie to yourself. Be honest with yourself. That's a very hard thing to do. But when you do that thing, it's, 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 it's very freeing. And that's what leather is to me. It's not some mysterious thing. It's it's very simple. It's not some Illuminati 
type. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Knock on the door. Not a secret handshake yeah. and all that bullshit. No, it's just, it's just being being the good person. That's what it is to me. And even in our dynamic, and I just said this uh, in our class as well. Again, keeping it simple. My mantra is to diamond. Submit, submit to me, and kick the rest of the world in the balls, and that's what she's done. Yeah. A lot of and it seems very sad. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, I can see that. I can totally okay, see okay. that with you. <laughs> no, that's that's wonderful. And again, I was bringing up those adjectives as something that people are moving to. Obviously, a lot of people go ahead and still identify as no. I, I see a slave. shift in the whole lifestyle and that's why I wanted to talk about it at the beginning of our classes because I said you know I've seen that and, and I, I can see it happening in the future I mean you see the God I really don't want to say that I don't want to <laughs> I see that sometimes the, the new folks forget about where we came from yes and I don't want them to forget that and that's why I bring that up at, in the beginning of my classes so there was a simpler time and that's where we all came from mm -hmm. and I think I, I don't want to ever lose that that's important to know the history and History to is very keep important. some of that alive for the next people that are coming. Oh no, I totally agree with that. Um, I actually watched an episode of Will and Grace, and I kind of like lost it by laughing so hard because Will lost the sh his shit with a younger guy he was dating because, of course, the younger guy took for granted everything that he had in the gay community, not understanding all the struggles and fights Will did. And all the order, gay guys that yeah, sacrificed their life. Yeah, their life, especially through the AIDS epidemic, mm. all through the judging and fighting for rights to get married. And you know, the younger generation just took it for granted. It's like, hey, we have this. I'm like, no, we, we fought for that. And I think the same goes into the history of the leather community and the BDSM community, how much we fought to have these rights which is not as like, you know. And still fighting. Still yeah. fighting, I know, but not as much as like the LGBT community, how their fight is more public versus ours, because ours just didn't start until like 50 Shades started coming out. Well, it's been going on way before that. I think 50 Shades put it in the vanilla spotlight. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And I've always been envious of the gay community because when they, in, the, in modern times, when something is offensive to them, if, if the uh, establishment comes down on them, they band together and fight. When in our het community, if let's say a dungeon gets busted, mm -hmm. the hets run for the hills. They'll cop a plea just so they, you know, hey, okay, I'll cop a plea with the, with the prosecutor and mm -hmm. accept that. Instead of fighting, go, no, what I did was I, was, I wasn't bothering you. I was expressing myself. Mm -hmm. Go to hell, you know. And I think that we could learn a thing or two from the gay community with that. Well, definitely. Um, one thing I did want to point out was I, I'm not leather, not out of not wanting to be. It's just that so many people have gone through so much. And I feel it more I would want to do that if I ever declared myself in that family. But I love going to leather bars now. They are so much fun to go. We were in Atlanta and everyone's like, the eagle, the eagle, the eagle. I'm like, what's the eagle? And I found that I'm like, I want to go. There's an eagle almost in every city. There's about to be an eagle in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, there's an e well, there was an eagle in Fort Lauderdale, and there's going to be another one. But yeah, there's an eagle. When you hear the word eagle, you know that's a gay bar. Oh, a leather bar. Leather, leather gay yeah. bar. It's a, not the Blue Oyster from uh, Police Academy. Well. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. We're, we're trying to shed that. But so in closing, there's one question we've been asking everyone to kind of just, everyone at FPE to kind of just, they could just summarize this. 
And what we've been saying is, how has power exchange play your, changed your play, your relationships, and your life? And I think of any couple I want to hear this from, it's the two of you individually. Yeah, especially since Diamond, you just kind of like like fast tracked into it you know you just meet the guy one year next year you're, you're collared and everything i mean that was to me that's fast track <laughs> i guess it was kind of fast track um i already knew that i, I before i ever got into the community mm-hmm. i'm a researcher i need to i need information so i was the online reading everything i could get my hands on and um i think from a really young age i always was like I was a pleaser. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to help. You know, if there was something to be done, I always wanted to be the one to help. Um, and uh, the one thing I did know um, when I first started researching was that I liked to be spanked. That much I did know. Um, not that that is BDSM, but it, it was <laughs> a start. It was a, it, it was a little we'll kinkiness. <laughs> yeah, it was a little kinkiness that I knew of, that I liked. That's the sprinkles, is what we call it. It was. Yeah. It was a sprinkle. So, um, actually what happened was I put my profile out on this, I don't even know if it exists anymore, alt.com? I'm not sure. Is it closed? Okay. So I put my, I had my friend come over and I got in a sexy outfit and I got myself in a sexy pose and he took some pictures and I put a profile up and, uh, this guy from Miami sent me an email and said, would you like to meet? So I, I didn't know anything about a safe call or any of that stuff, but I did call a friend of mine and say, I'm going to go and, and, you know, I'll call you after. So I met him at a restaurant and we had a conversation and we talked about what I knew and he told me a lot of stuff I didn't know. And then he said, would you like to come play? And I said, well, I'd like to, but I don't know you and I would need more information. He's like, anything you want. So I got his address, his phone, and all that stuff, and I gave it to my friend. Um, <laughs> without even knowing, I just kind of, somebody should know, right? Yeah, exactly. So I had my first play experience, and I liked it a lot, and he was the one that told me about this club, Club Kink. So, uh, Fort Lauderdale Club Kink. Fort Lauderdale Club Kink, right, because there's one in Jacksonville now. Ah. So... Um, one Friday night, I went on their website and I saw that there was going to be a slave auction. And I was like, whoa, that sounds awesome. So I convinced a friend of mine to go with me because I was not going by myself. And um, we came in and we sat at the bar and I was like an owl, just kind of watching everybody. I was like, what are they doing? Oh my God, that's so cool. Oh my God. Oh no, I couldn't do that. You know, all those like overwhelming. Um, but at the same time, it felt familiar it felt like home almost comfortable comfortable in a non-comfortable way kind of safe actually if we didn't think of home you always think of safety and security I think it was where I belonged but I was nervous and excited so it wasn't completely safe because that would have made me it wasn't the comfy in my bed home but excited to be there at the same time yeah like this is it this is what I was looking for this is why I did all that research you know and then uh, I met a gentleman and played with him a few times and he introduced me to master who was actually with somebody else at that point uh 
Moving forward. Moving forward. Followed it together a long time. Yes. Almost 20 years. I think Diamond was very, very fortunate that so many other newbies sometimes fall prey to. She didn't have any predators. She didn't run into a bunch of predators. Mm -hmm. She was very lucky to find people of integrity. Like I spoke of the the leather, the the guys that were, yeah, of course they were going to have sex, but they weren't going to break her down and be that, you know, how they do the newbies where they break their hearts and they just leave them a pile of mush. I've seen that so many times. It's terrible. But I was lucky. They were I was really lucky. lucky. Very close on that. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. owners actually introduced me the owners to... Of the club. The owners of the club actually introduced me and said, this person is safe. You can safely play with this person and have some experiences. But to answer that, your question as far as myself, I think the power exchange is something I couldn't live without. I mean, uh, I could never see myself living without this. I could never do that. Um, Diamond, as I just showed you guys, was in recovery for five months uh, for the neck surgery. She had extensive neck fusion surgery, and we couldn't do the things that Diamond does. So uh, I had to take over the duties of doing the dishes, taking care of her, doing laundry. I had to do all that stuff. Shopping. Shopping. Were you a good patient? Did you sit down and do nothing, or were you fighting to try to do stuff? No, I'm actually a good patient. She was a good patient. (laughs) She was a good patient. No, you know what? We 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 went to we went to a class before this whole operation, and they 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 school you on this. They say you got to take all the rugs off the floor. Yeah, you know you can't uh, you you can't bathe for three days first. Oh my God, that was awful. You know they 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 really school you. And uh, one of the very hard things for me was. It was, it was very uh, heavy. Well, they said, if she falls down, don't touch her. Call 911 and your surgeon will meet you in the ER. So that was a pretty heavy thing to say to me. So it, it, was, wow. it, it really, it really kind of drove my conduct. I was very cautious. See, the first time I took her surgical collar off, not her leather collar, first time I took her surgical collar off, I thought her head would go bloop, you know, just fall. <laughs> Yeah, John had the same feeling too. Yeah, it's scary. It's it scary. So, our our our, our protocols and rituals kind of went to hell uh, for about five months, and we're so very happy that they're back again. Uh, but I couldn't live without it. I don't know if that's did I answer your question entirely? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely no, because again, people, uh, uh, general people will hear the master slave relationship and question how do, how does this work. He, she, she, she's basically unable to do anything. I know when, when Angelique went through the surgery, the first day I was feeding her yes. and putting the spoon in her mouth where she couldn't do anything at all, even to the point of lowering her on the toilet. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're doing everything for this person. Uh, and it's that role reversal. And people are like, well, you know, how does that work? And the point is it all, you're a loving couple. Absolutely. I mean, at the hardcore, you have the power exchange, master-slave relationship. But really, you're a loving couple that's committed to each other and doing everything to better each other. And, and that's really the point of it all. Yes, yes. You know, that's what I said earlier about kicking the world in the balls and submitting to me. I wanted Diamond. I didn't want that doormat. Right. I wanted a strong person. I And, and Diamond was and is a strong person. I saw that potential in her. That I mean, it took a lot of balls to come to an S&M club, you know, for your first time. Mm-hmm. Is it okay to say balls? I'm sorry. Yeah, it's explicit. We cuss and swear all the time. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's all good. <laughs> well, I w- 
want to say thank you very much for taking some time out and coming to talk to us. We thank really you. appreciate it. Thank you very much. You very we much. appreciate it too. Is there a way people could find the web? Do you have a website to begin with? I'd, I'd, uh, or, we don't have a website, but we're on FetLife. And okay. also, I wrote a keynote speech in 2015. I'd invite everybody to, especially the newbies, to read that. Okay. And Diamond wrote a keynote speech for, for FPE. FPE. Uh -huh. A couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. So we'd invite you to read that. Yeah, you could come, you can friend us, Slave Diamond, Master Oakman, and you can join our group, South Florida Community 10 on FetLife. Yay. That's how you get to us. Perfect, sounds great. Thank you very much again for your time. We appreciate Thank you. you. Thank you. Hey John, I wanna get a new toy. Okay, so let's go to Fair Villa. But I don't wanna waste time trying to find out what goes with what. Well, there's Fair Villa University and their staff is very well educated and helpful. Okay, but how about if I just wanna go to a party instead? Then go to their website, because on their calendar they list all their events. But I don't want to spend a lot of money. Have you heard of their loyalty program? Oh yeah, that thing on my keychain that makes everyone blush every time they see it. That's the one. Let's go! Well, they have over five locations in Central Florida. Which one do you want to go to? Fair, Fair Villa. Villa. For, for pleasure, pleasure, fun, and, and fantasy. fantasy. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoy what you heard, please remember to like, subscribe, and leave feedback, as this would mean a lot to us. Also, you can sign up for our newsletter at livingasexpositivelife.com. We appreciate you giving us this opportunity to entertain and educate you, and hope you enjoy the experience. We'll see you next time.